We'd like to thank this week's sponsor, Humans Were Here Records. Their artist TLB, a punk rock powerhouse from Chicago, has a killer new song streaming everywhere Tuesday, February 8th, called Fucked Up and Lonely. So mark your freaking calendars and get ready to party or cry or whatever your heart's going to make you do. Find out all about Humans We're Here and TLB by going to humanswerehere.com and following them on their socials at humans.were.here and at TLB Kicks Ass. Enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome back to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry, and today a podcast about my pit bull is family. We got to sit down and talk with uh, Pat's friend, because <laughs> I didn't know her. <laughs> no. uh, uh, we got to sit down with uh, Shannon, um, with uh, Shannon Glenn. Yeah, with uh, my pit bull is family, and you know, you guys know that we like to be silly. You guys know that this is honestly, it's a music podcast, and we get it. Like we we have fun, but there are some times where we really want to get serious and we want to let you know that, um, you know, Pat and I are here to support some amazing foundations. You know, we're here to have fun. Absolutely. But at the same time, there is a message out there. We want to make sure that we're doing our part to not only help uh, our communities locally, but also nationally. And we want to make sure that we, with whatever voice that we have, whatever platform we've been given, um, we want to make sure that we're doing our part. Um, my 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 good with saying that like I, I, you're I, good dude, dude you I, are this, good. this podcast fucked me up you know like no, in it, in a good way it really made me think in in it was very eye opening yeah and uh, you know when we go real deep into it and you know with that being said let's just let's just get into it let's uh, get into the podcast. Someone on this call has known me for almost twenty years. It's true. Someone. Yeah. It's bare. Well, see, Shannon and I go way back. <laughs> we uh, we went to we went to high school together. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's good to see you again, Shannon. After all these years, <laughs> right? Yeah, man. All the. Oh, oh, got a whole bunch. My phone just blew up like seven times. It's crazy. It? Mine yeah. didn't. I'm lonely. That's what you get. If you're For, late. Yeah, well, <laughs> life what you get for being late. Yeah, life is pretty stressful at the moment, but cool. Yeah, should we get into it? I say let's fucking do it. Let's see. Oh yeah. Also, you can swear, so you're good. It, you, everyone hey, you always can't. asks. You're not allowed. You can't. We can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I will go in and I will censor <laughs> only the guests. Cool anyway. bear bring. Bring us on in. All right. Well, with that, welcome to the podcast. This is the podcast. Where did all my friends go? A podcast about life in the music industry. And today, a podcast about my pit bull is family. This is going to be a little bit of a a newer podcast. And we're really excited to welcome our guest, Shannon Glenn. Shannon, thank you so much for being here. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. See, Shannon and I go way, way back. Um, <laughs> that's why I'm not even allowing Pat to speak at the moment. It's uh, okay. Just you got your and... radio voice on and I'm really into it. <laughs> you could listen to this. I will like, I'm going to like for like part of our Patreon, I'm just going to do as, uh, ASMR of just this. Just, just me. Just this. Just, just listen to this. The, the just late night radio voice. hour voice. 
Yeah. And then, oh, you know what we could do? We could do like Orson Welles, uh, uh, like, um, oh crap. What the, what the, what's, Get oh there. my God. Get there. Uh, uh, Get there. The, the world. Oh. I, oh, the, like the world um, wars. No. What is it? War of the world. War of the world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not, that was planned. I like it. Yeah. I studied for that one. Yeah. <laughs> You, you got the test. You did it. You <laughs> I passed did it. it. You passed it. Look, all I'm saying is if it was multiple choice, I would have found it. You know what I mean? Like it would have been, a, I would, yeah, it would have clicked right away. Okay. <laughs> so Shannon, so you started working with my Pitbull's family in about 2014. Um, okay. How'd you get your start with them? And uh, what is my Pitbull's family all about? Sure. Um. So in 2014, I was leaving working with a local rescue and um, had adopted my dog, Wilbur, who's about to walk in the room. Um, I, can, I can hear Wilbur. I can, like, I can hear <laughs> Wilbur's paws. Pitter patter is coming yes. up the stairs. He's going to barge through the door. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, and in 2014, there was um, a landlord here in Minneapolis that realized that her apartments were really the only ones in the Twin Cities that allowed all types of dogs, um, specifically pit bull type dogs. And she started a bumper sticker campaign. And in 2014, she was like, oh, we need extra help. And I was like, sure, I'll send out bumper stickers across the country. Yeah. And that moment changed the changed my life, um, I guess you could say. So um, we are, we went from a bunker, bumper sticker, oh my gosh, bumper sticker campaign, um, and then turned it into a nonprofit in 2015. And so I've been the executive director ever since. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's, you know, started in my early twenties. Now I'm in my thirties. It's been a wild ride. Um, it's like most of my adult life has been given to this organization at this point, which is awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so my Pitbull's family, we work on housing and insurance discrimination for people with large breed dogs. Mm-hmm. There's over 25 different types of dogs commonly discriminated against in rental pet policies across the country. And so we have a database of rentals so folks can find a place to live with their dogs. Um, and we were really the pioneers in starting these conversations across the country with landlords and various other animal welfare organizations. Um, and so we just celebrated our 10 year anniversary from that first bumper sticker Wow! this year. Yeah, did you have like a, you had a carnival, didn't you? Or something? Yeah, we did a canine carnival. Canine carnival. Yeah. Yeah. At Sociable Cider Works. And we had, um, your dad's band play. Nice. Um, My dad's band played. Shout out to my, your dad's band. Yeah, I think it's a lot of folks who have been in bands historically in the Twin Cities. So it's yep. nice that they're still playing music together all these years later. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. great. Yeah. yeah, I wish, I mean, because having Pipples myself for the longest time, um, it, it's always a challenge trying to find mm-hmm. housing. And it's awesome that there's, you know, you're you're doing the good work out there. I, I, I wish you guys would have been around when I moved to Kansas City. In 2012, because I'll tell you, I had to lie. I had to lie about what the type of dog I had because um, in the Kansas City city limits, they at the time didn't allow pit bulls. Mm. Yeah. In in a whole city limits. 
Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Mm -hmm. So um, outside of housing restrictions, there's breed specific legislation, which is what Pat's talking about. So cities, municipalities, counties, states can outlaw types of dogs based on breed. Wow. Um, and so I, I want to say that there's 22 states who have banned the ban of um, discriminating against solely based on breed. So really focusing more on the behavior of dog rather than what they look like. Which is fantastic. Yeah, I I, uh, I don't remember what I think I just told them that I had a, like uh, an American Staffordshire Terrier and they didn't know. And they were like, well, what's that? I'm like, well, it's a terrier, you know, it's a terrier. It's just a, it's just a terrier. And they're like, okay. Yeah. I'm but like, I like how, uh, Shannon, when in like your, in your intro, you talked about how, um, you basically help start a lot of these conversations. And honestly, that's in my perspective, that's like step one is get people talking about it, get people to be aware about this. And for our listeners out there, guys, if you don't know, like, uh, what we're necessarily we're talking about, um, there's a lot of discrimination going on against uh, like pit bulls specifically that I've experienced personally. Um, there's been a lot of discrimination, what Shannon's talking about with different kinds of breeds of dogs. And we wanted to partner with Shannon with this episode to just bring more awareness. Uh, it's, it's it, look, I'm going to go on a rant here. Dogs are <laughs> literally it. a mirror of, of their owners and of their, they literally just soak up the behavior that their, their owners give. And so like, so my aunt was a dog trainer is a dog trainer. Um, so she would always talk about this, you know, with this and that and the other thing or whatever, whatever. And, you know, we'd always end up like reading an article, right. Of like, Oh, the pit bulls. Or then you'll go into this like, like ungodly territory of like Michael Vick. And it's like, you get all of this negativity just thrown in your face just because mm -hmm. of that's just because honestly, I don't know the better word for it than just that's the way it is. And it's unfortunate. And it's literally, they're literally a, um, an outcome of the way that the owner or the, the master or whoever it is that's training the dog is behaving. It's, it's literally that simple. And I've from the, uh, pit bulls, uh, that I've met, even like American bulldogs that can be like discriminated against too, is like, they're the sweetest fucking animals. Like I have ever like known, like, I, we, before we moved into my house, I was looking for like a pit bull for like a pit bull mix because they're just so kind, so loving and so sweet. I agree. And let's be honest. If we're, if we are like, if you should be scared of any pit bull, it should just be Mr. Worldwide. That's, that's, that's the only pit bull you should be afraid of. <laughs> um, that pit bull keeps me up at night. Um, <laughs> We we really like to say that all dogs are individuals, right? So regardless of breed or what they look like, um, you know, every dog is is different. Um, can't say the same for like Pitbull the musician. Um there's only one of him. Um <laughs> yeah. but he is worldwide. But, and you Mr. Worldwide, <laughs> yeah, and Mr. you worldwide. should be scared of him. Yeah. I feel like we need to make a t-shirt. Like my pit bull, but it's his face instead of a dog. <laughs> I'm in. Let's do it. Let's go laugh. <laughs> and just like like the the like the, the text or whatever would just be like, this is the only pit bull I want legislation against. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. The only band should be on this one. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, Barry, you, you touched yeah. on it, right? Like you were talking about uh, a bulldog. Um, and there's like over 25 types of dogs discriminated against commonly. And so that's your pit bulls. You know, Pat, you mentioned you said Staffshire Terrier earlier. There's mm-hmm. an umbrella term, which yep. is pit bull. Like mm-hmm. pit bull isn't a breed. But when you get into the terriers or the American pit bull terrier, those are AKC breeds. Um, but the word pit bull is either Mr. Worldwide or an umbrella term of dogs that have common physical characteristics. Okay, so it's not actually like a like a legit breed. No. Well, today on the podcast, Bear learned something new. Um, holy shit. Yeah, I know. I really? saw your face there. I was watching your face. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you're the only one. And it was <laughs> And you were like, wow, it was just like a revelation. Oh, that, that's something that I genuinely didn't understand. And this is like, okay, so I didn't do there until I kind of learned about it. The whole point, fuck this. The whole point of life, right, is to, to live and learn, right? Like have an open mind, be like accepting and understanding if you know that either you don't know what the fuck you're talking about or you know you're wrong. Right. And especially now in today's society, it's like it's it's okay to just admit when you're wrong because it's a growing and learning opportunity. So if anybody out there is just sitting here like this guy didn't know what a fucking pit bull. Yeah. Fuck that. I guess I didn't know. But the point is, you learn, you learn from it. And that is something that I learned new today. Well, happy to provide that for you there. (laughs) Also, two things. I love the picture in your background. I know our listeners can't hear uh, hear it. (laughs) You can't hear the picture, clearly. Can't see it. But also, I saw your dog's butt just a second ago, and my heart filled with joy. (laughs) And there's the whole dog. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I have two dogs. Um, I have Wilbur and Charlotte. Wilbur. Um, So for those of you who can't put those together, their name is (laughs) Webb. Um, they mm. both came from Minneapolis Animal Care and Control. Um, Wilbur came um, from there during a time where pit bulls, again, like you can't see this, but it's in quotes. Um, they weren't allowed to be adopted out to the public due to, you know, what folks commonly see in the media or various stereotypes about those dogs. And so once that legislation changed, you know, dogs like Wilbur and Charlotte were able to be adopted out by the public. Um, here in Minneapolis. And I think that change came in 2015. I, wow. I was lucky enough to, for, to get my, to uh, rescue my first pit bull from uh, a shelter up here. Uh, Cause they've, there's never really been a ban uh, luckily up in Duluth, but it, so a lot of landlords are not keen on it, but I mean, there's, you, there's nothing that saying that you can't have yeah. a, so here. I guess one of my questions for you, Shannon, like right now is, is, is the legislation strictly based off fear mongering from these specific breeds? Um, I would say that it definitely fear plays a part in it. Um, I think that um, there's also, and I'm saying this, you know, listeners can't see this, but I'm a, a white cis woman. Um, and there's definitely a part of, of this legislation and discrimination that comes from, um, you know, also talking about communities of color and the dogs that they own. Um, so when we're looking at legislation, 
and we're talking about um, like you can't get homeowners insurance if you have a pit bull type dog or a Rottweiler or a German Shepherd um, or looking at rentals. If you want to have a pit bull or a commonly discriminated against dog, you have to pay more. You're buying those like really fancy apartments. And so we're basically saying that low income communities, marginalized communities, communities of color, people of color cannot own these dogs because they can't afford the place to live to have them. So it, it okay. <laughs> Mind blown. Um, oh, okay. So basically from, from what I'm understanding and correct me again, if I'm wrong, but basically what you're saying is because of the way that our society has looked upon these low income communities that, that um, people of color fall into, they can specifically target them because of their quote unquote tendencies for owning these animals and further discriminate against the communities when it's not even directly towards the animal, it's more towards the community. 100%. That is so much, that is so fucked up. I, I, this doesn't shock me about this place, man. Okay. So (laughs) I I don't have a lot of hope. Like, okay. I like, I'm, this podcast is going to turn into something crazy. And I, one, I'm fucking here for it. And uh, two, I'm so glad that this is going to be able to raise some awareness towards not just like, you know, pit bulls, breeds, discrimination against dogs, but also discrimination against our freaking communities. More like people, people, man. Like, fuck, like, and it just kind of like hit me. Like Shannon's the first person that we've ever had on here who like straight up was like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm white. And I just realized for a second in my head, I was like, all you guys ever really do is like hear our voices. Like, so to, to, to you, for people who just tune into the podcast, it's like, we're just a personality, right? Like, which is fine. But at the same time, it's like, there are people behind like the voices. I know that sounds dumb and I'm probably just making a fool of myself, but it's like, when it comes to it, like, cause my mind is like blowing and racing a million miles an hour right now. But like, there are people behind the legislation behind what legislation for this is like written about there there are people it's not just fucking words on a goddamn document there's fucking people this is like i'm getting i'm actually getting upset about this i'm, very, I mean, I'm like genuinely very sorry <laughs> no you're hitting the nail on the head there like there is animal welfare right and that you could definitely say that I'm an animal welfare advocate. I'm a pet advocate. I'm a dog advocate. But at the end of the day, I'm an advocate for the other end of the leash, right? So I'm a human advocate yeah. and making sure that people and pets can stay together. Um, right. And that's, you know, that's the thing is really, you know, it took, it took me a long time doing this work to really you know, make those correlations between commonly discriminated against dogs versus housing versus the people in marginalized communities. And now I'm just like, nope, breed restrictions are racist and classist. And that's in period. Like that is it. Agreed. I've always agreed. I agreed. I, I have never in my life, like given that, like the proper thought that it deserves and Yes. Okay. So, you know, like I said before, there's this pre like there's this predisposition or this unfair notion that you would think that, yes, like um, people of color own a pit bull or own these kinds of 
quote unquote aggressive breeds. And then you immediately, you think of like, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to say this without being, um, I'm just going to say it like, I know that this is stereotypical and I'm not trying to like say this, is what I believe, but this is like what you're see you're shown in the media. You're shown like just in your face. It's what's there. It's like, you, ah, people of color own these dogs as aggressive. So that way they can be in gangs. Right. Or whatever, like whatever it is or whatever that is. And it's just like, that is so fucked up to even think that like, I'm just like, it's, 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 it's blowing my mind right now that there's like actual like laws dictating who can own what animal. So that way we could keep that, you know, proverbial red line traced out on the map to keep people of color or predispositions where they're at. And that is so fucked up. Did you ever think by getting into something like my pit bull is family is, was going to take you down this road? No. Um, You know, I remember I went to my first large animal welfare, conference, I don't know, 2015, 2016. And they were talking about large breed dogs and why they were being euthanized or killed in shelters across the country. And to be clear, there's a different definition between killing and euthanizing. So that's a whole yeah. nother podcast. Um, but I stood up and I was like, Hey, these large breed dogs aren't getting out of shelter because of housing. And I remember the presenter looking at me and saying, there's no housing issue. And he was from LA and like LA, according to our housing data has a huge housing issue when it comes to people and pets. So, um, and just being you know, able to was, put people into houses period. But. Yeah. <laughs> right. Affordable pet friendly housing. Again, that's the third podcast. There's going to be three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> there's three parts to this, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think it was, you know, that moment I was like, Oh, like we are really the first ones having this conversation or trying to. Um, and then, you know, did too many college degrees and then did my master's where I really focused on breed discrimination. And, you know, I would say it wasn't until after I graduated with my master's where I was like, nope, this is, this is not great. It's not just about the dogs. It's about the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really, kind of transforming the way that we talk about things. So if you see our name, my Pitbull's family, like, oh, this is about the dogs. This isn't a social justice organization. This isn't, you know, an organization that's really focused on people. Like we're not just sharing cute pictures of dogs anymore. We used to do that. Um, but now we're really talking about what we do and the injustices to people and their pets. It's it's so much bigger than the seed yeah. now than the seed that was planted five, six years ago. That's insane. That's it's insane. So like some people may be wondering why we are talking about pit bulls or animals or, 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 or anything of this sort, even like social justice on a music podcast. And to that, I say it's our fucking podcast and we're going to do whatever the fuck we want. But <laughs> besides that, pit bulls are pop punk as fuck. Like they're pop punk. And it's fuck. true. And, you know, and I'm a big I'm a big supporter. I'm a big advocate for pit bulls. I've been for past 15 years now. Uh, and and ending breed discrimination. Also, Shannon, you and I, we met through music. So, you know, when we met, you were you were big in the scene. You were going to shows all the time. Um, so with how busy you are 
with my Pitbull's family and obviously the, the pandemic, do you still get out to shows often? And what was the last concert you've gone to? Oh my gosh. Um, yes, we met because of music. Um, and I'm so sorry for those listening at home that you don't get to experience this, but maybe Bear and Pat will put this up on uh, social media. Sure. Maybe. What we got? What we, what we got? What you got there? Of Pat and I when we first met. Okay, Aww. you're sending that. To, you're making copies. You're sending that to me, and I'm framing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, in front of the Segway when he was with um, a band with a bunch of folks in it. Um, I want to say it was in eighth or ninth grade when we met. Um, but this is, uh, this is you and I, because you and I met 20 some <laughs> Some years ago, I've this is not my right, first time right. meeting you. So right. yeah, man, we go, Shannon and I go way back. So wait, let me see a picture again. I want to see the people in this. Like, which one was this? Which wow. holy that was so the story goes. I still have some, I have that CD still. <laughs> that I have is as love lies bleeding written on the back of oh, it. Oh, yeah, it's the same. It was the okay. same thing. It's the kind of the same thing that Jamestown story in, and then I turned seven did. You know, yeah. we had a name. We oh just decided to be a different name. Um, which is Rebrand. so funny because in preparation for this podcast, I was like, we're going to talk about music. I like listed all of these really amazing <laughs> bands from back in the day. Yes, like, let's hear it. Um, okay, so like all the right moves. I mean, we can't yep. forget about them. Great. Um, of course, we have to talk about Cities Never Sleep. Yeah. I, <laughs> Charlie Siren. Funny. Charlie I mean, Siren. They did our five-year um, benefit concert, and they donated okay. their CD profits to us. That's awesome. Um, they're no longer a band. Um, we've got, like, The Semester and Five Stars for <laughs> Failure and oh, Gloria. You know what's funny? with this About The Semester and Gloria. Up in Duluth. This, so I was really excited about this. And I texted everyone that I knew about it. Uh, I went to a Savers. And I was just checking out the CDs, right? In the CD section, I found the semester. I found <laughs> Gloria. I found Sing It Loud. I found Jamestown Story. You know what I didn't find? No motherfucking CDs never sleep. You don't give that shit up. <laughs> but glory glory and the semester though were both autographed by pat brown and i bought all of them oh pat brown the best we stand pat brown <laughs> um, so in another life i went to aveda so i was a cosmetologist for mm -hmm. a long time yeah my first men's haircut that i ever did was a member of the semester was it nate flynn no um, I honestly don't remember, but I just remember he was in that band and I was like, oh my God. Um, so it could have been Nate Flynn. Well, I think she'd remember Nate, yeah. but she didn't remember any of the band. <laughs> well, anyway. I think the only ones I can offhand remember is, is Pat Brown and Nate. That's was fair. it Pukes? Was there like a Pukes in the band or something? Well, Sick, Sick Boy was in... I, I mean, that's what I think of when I think of Pukes would be Sick Boy, <laughs> but he was with he was with me. So anyway. with, with, with that, with all that said, like, yes, you know, you, like we said before, we are a music podcast. We, we, you know, we do like to get involved in the scene, but also we, we, we love to partner and like get involved with like 
um, not only projects and, and uh, like projects like, like uh, that we care about, but also like projects that are like, it's just important for everyone in general. So, you know, I'm sitting here, like if, if I were to buy a dog or like, for, oh, we're going back. Like, okay. Yeah. Like if I were to sit here and buy a dog, I'd sit here and be like, ah, my first would probably be like an Australian shepherd. I'd love, you know, whatever. But, but at the same time, it's like, we want to be able to partner with, uh, with, with programs and, and uh, ideas and, and stuff like this to help bring more awareness. So with that and with music, what can like we do not only as a podcast, but as unsigned pop punk, as well as the listeners listening to us, like what can we do? How do we do our part to help end this bullshit basically? Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, when I was chatting with Pat before this, I was like, let's do a concert, let's do a show, you know, some kind of fundraiser. Um, so my pit bulls family is a hundred percent volunteer run. Yes. That means I haven't been paid to do any of this work since the beginning of time. Um, and so, you know, our programming, whether it's our database or our North Minneapolis Pet Resource Center, where we offer pet food and supplies to folks for free, um, that all costs money. So, you know, benefit shows are great. Um, you know, another thing you can do is go to your local shelter and adopt a fucking dog. Um, Amen. I, yeah, okay, I I'm sorry, can you say that one more time? Just in case <laughs> um, anybody was like chewing on fucking Cheetos. Um, go adopt a fucking dog. <laughs> go adopt a fucking dog. It's it's not that hard. Go adopt a dog. And First like least, and we're not even gonna we're not even gonna get into the we're not even gonna get into the bullshit of what it, like what breeders can do. Like we're not even gonna get into that bullshit and and not only from like uh, a humane standpoint, but also from like just just a financial standpoint. If you want to do your part, adopt a fucking dog. It, I, I, there's nothing, I don't have to say anything else. Just fucking like, if you want a dog, they, they, people are like, I don't know if you'll have the money or don't do. I know like three, like two people right now that are trying to rehome a dog, right? Mm -hmm. it, even just a rehome, like do your well, part. But besides that though, I mean, it is difficult to have an animal. So make sure that you don't yes. just adopt a dog hundred percent if, or a cat, if you yep. can't take care of it, mm -hmm. you need to make sure that you are like responsibly capable enough to, to make that happen because no, it's not just a pet. It is a life and it is something and, and a responsibility with great pets come great responsibility. And this is going to come out perfectly because Spider-Man is like either just released by now or whatever. So with great pets, Oh yeah. Comes yeah, great responsibility. Okay. It's just that simple. And if you're not ready for, you know, to have a pet of your own fostering with a local rescue, getting involved as a dog walker at your, your local mm -hmm. shelter. I mean, folks are always looking for volunteers and extra help. If walking your dogs isn't your jam, you know, you can always volunteer with us. We let people do rental research from their couch so you can help build out our database. Um, we have volunteers all over the country, so we'd be happy, you know, to have folks, you know, support us, um, but also just donate. Like if you can't give of your time, give up your, your money. Yeah. Um, nonprofits will always take your money. Oh, absolutely. And so will I, but um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. So here's something that I just thought of that it might be really cool. And uh, this is going to come uh, to Pat as a surprise. So here we go. Um, for anybody out there listening, uh, 
if you send us in a picture of you either uh, involved in like foster care with a, with a pet or just taking care of your pet, just send us any pictures of you and your pets, friends and pets. We'll make a big like post of all of it. Just like a big, a big post, just a huge thank you. Cause we want to make sure that you guys are also getting recognized for doing your part, for doing the work, for being responsible. Like we want to, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what else that we can like really, really do at, at this time, but like send us your photos of you and your pets and we will post them on all of our social media. We'll make sure that there's a link to uh, my Pitbull's family and their foundation and what they do. And we'll make, let's just make this something special that unsigned pop punk can be a part of. Cause we are like both Pat and I are passionate about animals and, and uh, Shannon is clearly, clearly passionate about it. If she's doing all this shit for free, so let's make this a fucking community. Let's like get the fuck after it. Can, is that cool, Pat? Is that a cool idea? That I is that oh, yeah, fine? I think it's, I think it's a cool idea, and I, st- like, and I still think that we need to set up a show with Shannon. I think that's a cool idea. That'll come. That, let, I, that's fucking. We're cool. in. Bring back some of those bands on my list. I, Hell yeah! Uh, and should just you know what? <laughs> if any bands out there right now that have been featured on the Unsigned Pop Punk podcast or playlist, I should say. <laughs> want to reach out and be a part of this guys this could be something big this could be something huge and we've been able to hit bands worldwide so if you guys like out there that are listening to this uh are in a band have been featured on our playlist or want to get more involved with unsigned pop punk hit us up about this let's make something happen we're back thank you guys so much for coming to the podcast we really appreciate you guys listening to us we have had like an incredible conversation actually like um before this and there's a good chance that i might even go back and edit some of it because like guys do your research into the shit there there's so much that even like like there's so much i'm getting like both emotional and like my mind is running a million miles an hour with all the bullshit that comes into it with with everything that Shannon's been telling us and on air and off air, it's just, guys, this is a, this is a foundation and a, and a project that it is worth your time. It's worth your effort. And if you can, it's worth your financial commitment or donation. And uh, we'll, we'll make sure that we put the the correct uh, links to any, to everything that is uh, my pit bull is family in the podcast, either in the description, in this commercial segment, whatever it is, because we want to make sure that we as a family, as unsigned pop punk, as where did all my friends go, as Pat and as Bear, support this. And we want you guys to support it as well. So with that, we're going to move on to some more fun hitting questions, because again, this is still a, this is still where did all my friends go? And we have fun on this fucking podcast. So Shannon, are you ready for a fun part of the segment? I'm so excited. Awesome. All right, Pat, okay. I'm gonna let you take this away because I gotta I gotta sit back and think for a hot minute. <laughs> That's all right. You you composed yourself. So Shannon, this is our obscure question segment. We have um we have leaped away from uh being serious, and now we just these are just the questions that hit the top of our heads right away and we write them down. Are you Let's ready? Let's do it. Cool. So Bear and I actually, in one of our last podcasts, touched on this, talked about it. Um, but, you know, us, you, me, Shannon, back in the day, right? We used to kill it when MySpace was king, right? MySpace, if you could, would you bring MySpace back? Who would be in your top eight 
And what would the song on your page be? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> 100% would bring MySpace back. Um, if you are a 30 something, you learned how to code really easily. Oh God. Oh, right. Yeah. Your page. Um, my MySpace name, I think when it ended was Shannon Spine Splitter O'Schlaughter because I was <laughs> part of a hardcore dance crew. Um, oh yeah. Who, I mean, who was? Had names. Um, my top eight, man. It, if you need to, you can just pick top. Yeah, just four. pick a couple to be in your top eight. It doesn't have to be all eight. That's a lot I mean, of people. I guess I don't even top, have eight friends. Your top one always has to be your partner. So I guess Anthony would be my number one. Um, Unless you're in a fight, then they go to number two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but you but you put them in number two to make sure that they know you're mad at them. That right. is why you put them in number two. You're like, you know, you're still in there, but you've wronged me. <laughs> and if you're and if you're looking for a a real big go fight, you're gonna put like another dude number one or something or oh or what you oh know, boy you look at you looking for a fight man yeah those, whatever those are whatever fighting actions in, wherever your interests lie that's where number one will be if you look for a fight <laughs> absolutely um yeah. i think my top whatever would end up being you know the folks that i hang out with the most and that's our volunteers for the organization as corny as hell that yeah. is that's not corny um, at all and then like, that. hell yeah that one high school friend that you're still friends with Shout out Kayla. Um, like what it usually there. Um, she was my OG, like going to shows friend. Um my song. I off the tip of my tongue. Choose carefully. A, yeah. It could be whatever, because you could switch it whenever. That's true, but like this is the first song back, right? Oh like, gosh. You That's got to be thought out, I guess. It, yeah, yeah. Um I was going to be funny and say something by Mr. Worldwide, but uh, <laughs> I think <Dollar. laughs> like, deep down in my heart of hearts, it's always cartel that comes back. Oh my Oof. God. Which one though? Which song? Oh, um, yes. Definitely something from Chroma. Probably. Does it say yeah. anything? Say anything. Oh. Say anything. Dude, da, da, cartel da, doesn't da, get da, enough da. love. Dude. I love cartel, man. <sighs> When folks Especially ask me what my favorite band is, it's Cartel, hands down. Really? Paramore, wow. so. Yeah, that's that's fair. But like, I feel like even now the Cartel Cartel is like still underrated. Still if you underrated. Up on Spotify, it brings up a rap group. So there's Cartel or this rap group, and you'll get like new album drops by Cartel, and you're like, holy shit, what? Mind blown! And it's the the rap group. So. Can we yeah. can we talk about another band that doesn't real quick? Because I'd put this on my MySpace, the Cab. Okay. <laughs> Anybody fuck with the Cab? Yes. I fuck with the Cab. Or like the I, audition. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> the audition. That was good stuff. Oh okay. We should we could do a whole new podcast about like just this shit, but we can't. So here we go. This one's a three parter. What is your biggest pet peeve? Or wait, actually, you know what? Do you want to answer them separately or you want it all together? I'll just, cause I'll just go. Let's yeah. do it. Let's Let's do it. Okay. I, what it, I would Pat, say, I, I would say with this one, cause the part three is, is, is you know, we got to know what one and two is separately first. Okay. Okay. So we'll do it separately then. <laughs> go for it, bear. Okay. What is your biggest pet peeve? Um, mouth noises. What animal are you the most terrified of? A panther oh. in a subway. 
I don't know. Probably Save. like a subway rat. Like that'd be weird. You said okay. so- and if you were trapped in a small room, what would you rather be trapped with? The animal or some an ASMR uh, food eater who's just- Give me chewing. that rat. You- I'm going to be petting the rat. <laughs> the the <laughs> that rat is now my friend. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> do you remember that, that question reminded me of that little Dicky song where he's like, what if there's like three wolves outside and they're just like eating your titties? <laughs> 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 it's like what you ever like, listen to a little dicky there shannon um so i haven't really listened to a little dicky i tried watching the show for a hot minute but pat do you remember who we used to listen to all of the time back in the day who because their dick feels like corn it's dane cook <laughs> oh yeah Fuck. <laughs> yes yes I, I think our entire friendship was based around Dan. Cook yes back in the day oh my God. lots of people Speak- were I just watched um, Employee of the Month. Like I was gonna say, waiting last week. Um, I did actually just watch Waiting too. Oh yeah, um, little garlic salt but, on there. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, I was obsessed with Dane Cook though. Like so hard. Like well, that was the best. On that little dicky note, if you could be best friends with any celebrity, who would it be, and why would it be Snoop Dogg? Ooh, Snoop Dogg would be a really good best friend, but I don't want to take that away from Martha Stewart. Oh, uh, oh wow. Okay. Just topped out Snoop Dogg. Got it. So <laughs> she she was like, started, fuck Snoop Dogg. So I started watching Insecure um, on Ooh, HBO. Um, yes. I would be friends with Issa D. Like there's something about her where she's so real and I just want to be her friend. Fair enough. You know yeah. what, Pat, I'm going to ask you the same goddamn question. If you could be best friends with any celebrity, who would it be and why would it be Snoop Dogg? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Platonically or sexually? Whatever he's willing to be with me. I just want to be with him. <laughs> wow. I. That is... Ryan Reynolds. The way you just said that made me feel like I just finished reading Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, 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 what's your what's yours there, Bear? Who, who is it? Any celebrity? Yeah, it's got me. It's got to be somebody of some sort of pop culture. Um, shit, dude. Uh, fucking God, I don't know you while hanging out with Ryan Reynolds. Like, I could be the friend. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey, me and Ryan are buddies. Oh, this is my buddy Pat. Like, it's, 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 uh, this, this is bear in the back seat. <laughs> yeah, like, it's okay. I'll chaperone. I don't like, just, you know, <laughs> clean up after yourself. That's all I ask. <laughs> you take me and Ryan to the movies. We're going to the movies. That or Tom Segura. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be because, like, I don't think I would stop laughing. But yeah, no. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. So I just got a text from my partner downstairs when we were talking about my favorite band and he's like, Bayside, what the fuck? I was like, okay, yeah, Bayside would probably be one of my songs on MySpace. First so. off, love that for both of you. Love that he, that uh, they're listening to you. That's awesome. <laughs> I like how they're like involved in the podcast and like they're not even there. And I like I'm living for that. And not only that, but they can hear it again and again. It's like looking in a mirror with mirrors. You know how it like goes on forever. It's like mirrorception or whatever the fuck. That's what this is right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's intense. That's really deep, man. Thank you. Uh, I've been kind of fucked up today, so 
That's really deep. You get it's really podcast. deep at usually per podcast episode. You get really deep about something once at mm. least. Well, as uh, deep in the immortal so words of Rhett and Link, I am a thoughtful guy. I think about a lot of things. And then that's how the whole song goes. It's a good song. It's a great song. All right. Well, that said, we're going to break for one more uh, commercial segment from uh, My Pitbull is Family. And we will be right back with our very last segment. Hey guys, this is Bear with Unsigned Pop Punk and Where Did All My Friends Go podcast. And we just want to thank you guys for listening. But more importantly, we want to thank uh, all of you guys for the support uh, for MyPitbullIsFamily.org. This organization is incredible and we were so excited to sit down and actually talk about this because there are some real problems out there and we want to use our platform and our voice to be able to bring light those and try to fix them not only as a music community but just as a, a community as a whole so we want to say thank you and we also want to make sure that you go over to mypitbullisfamily.org to learn more and to support and we are back first off guys i really want to thank shannon shannon thank you so much for being here thank you so much for doing everything that you do with uh, my pitbull is family we want to make sure that we are promoting you and sponsoring you in any way that we can we love like you as a person. We love what you stand for. We love what your what your uh, foundation stands for. Am I right in saying it's a foundation? Like what what are you guys exactly? Like like a nonprofit? What, what is it? Yeah, so we're a nonprofit organization that's hundred percent run by volunteers. That's so fucking cool. And if you guys want to be involved with that, um, again, we'll leave links in the description. We'll leave links anywhere we can possibly. You guys know how to fucking use social media, so do it. With that said, we're going to go into our last segment. Pat, bring us in, boy. Okay. So, Shannon, now this is our rapid fire question segment. This is where you're just, you're going to speak from the heart, shoot from the hip. It's just, you're, you're just going to make a snap decision. Are you ready? Got it. Okay. Pizza or tacos? Pizza. Saved by the Bell or Boy Meets World? Saved by the Bell. Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? Mortal Kombat. Dogs or cats? <laughs> Dogs. <laughs> Pudding or jello? Jello. Are you a day or night person? Night. Final question. Let's see if you pass. Fallout Boy or My Chemical Romance? Fallout Boy. Is that your final answer? <laughs> no, you could. That's okay if it is. If it is, it is. Follow-up boy is my final answer. Okay. All right. I was just waiting because 90% of anybody that says follow-up boy, they go follow-up boy. Well, I mean early follow-up boy. <laughs> Not all follow-up boy, early follow-up <laughs> I like boy. how there was a brief pause because we, you and I were both waiting for it. We're just like, yeah. is it going to happen? Because we literally just talked about it with Taylor E.B. of Handguns. And it was like early follow-up boy, early follow-up boy. And then we made a whole big deal about it. And so now Pat and I are just like, eh? Yeah, we're, we, we always wait for it. No, I literally, comes. when I was uh, younger, when Fall Out Boy was a thing, um, so early Fall Out Boy, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> welcome. Thing, um, so I had a landline at my house, but I had my own answering machine and I, I would sing Fall Out Boy over and over as my message on my mm -hmm. answering machine. So Fall Out Boy brings back some memories of being Hell weird. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Fall Out Boy is solid. Like, I still love Fall Out Boy. I just jammed their... Um, one of their albums like a week ago. 
Yeah. So I, I, I still just... listen to Fall Out Boy very often. And, and I mean, it, Fall Out Boy, especially take this to your grave, um, held a, a very special place in my heart, still does, because one of the things that when we would be on tour with uh, James Town Story and then I turned seven, um, me and me and Kieran, our violin player, we had this we had this like tradition every time we would come home, like right as we're about to enter Duluth, go down the big hill. We had we always had music that was hill songs. That's what we called it. These were the hill songs. You'd play these as your welcome home. And Fall Out Boy was always one of the hill songs. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. With that, Shannon, we want you to plug your brand, promote yourself, literally shameless plug anything you can think of that you want to make sure that our listeners can find go it's the floor is yours take it all right um if you want to volunteer check out mypitbullsfamily.org slash volunteer or you know if you're lazy just check out the website you'll find it um you can also smash that donate button on our website too um you can always follow us on all of the social medias we've got facebook you can just search my pitbull's family uh instagram again my pitbull's family um, we would love for you to follow us and interact with us but of course share your pets with us too awesome awesome and guys the best thing about um supporting uh I, and i know you guys are i know my pitbull's family is national but the best thing about supporting a a group like my pitbull's family is that money goes straight to to uh shannon and her fellow volunteers to make sure that this stuff goes back into the community like 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 shannon said earlier in the episode she doesn't even get fucking paid so all of your money is going straight back into making sure that this shit works and like change is actually made so if you guys actually like want to be a part of something you know if you've ever wondered hey you know how do uh where's my money going when I donate? Like, where's that actually like it's going back out there. hundred percent. There's no guilt, no fear, nothing. If you donate, you know that you are donating for a good fucking cause and the money is going where it needs to go to affect change positively, not only in Shannon's community, but in the communities across America. And hopefully eventually, like if we can, you know, bring it to the communities who really, really need help outside of America and stop this fucking, uh, stereotypical bullshit stop the stigmatism all of it your money is going to a good cause shannon thank you so much for being on this podcast we really really appreciate it i know you and i have gone way back for about 20 years um <laughs> like one of our myspace days you know how we how you showed the picture of of you and me hanging out with that band I, the the one that i vaguely remember uh, it's been a pleasure having him pat i'm so glad that you were able to meet my friend shannon uh, this has been this has been awesome having our two worlds collide. It has. It has been really <laughs> awesome to meet Shannon for the first time today. <laughs> you want to take us out there, bud? Yeah. Uh, hey, you, uh, you never do. So I'm switching it up. You want to do it? I know. I don't even know what to do right now. But you know what? I'll tell you. Uh, this was awesome, Shannon. Thank you. And guess what? We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>